Vroom, vroom, beep, beep. Today is Friday, the 21st of December, and I'm driving to work, and it's raining a lot. Um, which, unfortunately, I think means the quality of this is going to be worse than normal, because my car does not seem to be very soundproof, and, you know, all the other rain and wet road sounds are not going to be helpful. Um... But I thought I'd record anyway because because yesterday we went to a fountain pen store and it was pretty neat and I wanted to talk about it while I still remember it pretty well. But don't worry, I probably won't release this for a week or something just to keep my episodes paced apart a little bit, spaced apart a little bit. Anyway, before that, as always, what do I have inked? I have five pens inked, um, a Twisby Eco, uh, the new red limited edition one with a red ink, uh, Visconti Bordeaux. Enjoying that. I also have a Levenger True Rider, green one. This is the first color that came out. And that's got De Altramente's green tea, a nice green ink. That's scented, but to me it does not smell like green tea. To me it smells like soap. And I wonder if maybe it smells like green tea flower or something, not not actual tea. But I don't know. Um, so there's that one. The third pen I have inked is also Levenger True Rider Golden Tortoise, and that has Noodler's Black ink, so that I have a a, a nice pen with um, you know, so that I have a pen with a, a permanent ink that I could use, say, for writing a check, or something else that needs permanent ink, and also so I could doodle in black sometimes. My fourth pen that I have inked is a it's not a Levenger, but it looks like one. It is an Estherbrook Model J, which apparently the Levenger Trider was modeled after. And you know, they do look really similar. The Model J is a lot smaller, though. But anyway, that one, it's a red pen. And what ink does that have in it? A brown. That's got a um, Monteverde brown sugar. Very dark brown. I'm enjoying that a lot right now, actually. That, that pen's a bit scratchy. I don't like that nib, but it so much because of the scratchiness. It makes me grate my teeth sometimes, but otherwise I do like it in general. I, I, other than that, grating teethness, I enjoy the experience of writing with that pen, oddly enough. Um, and the fifth and final pen that I currently have inked is a different pen. What is that one, and what does that have? Oh, that's a Jin Hao 9009. It's a, it's got a hooded nib, and I think I mentioned it before, did it? or maybe I didn't. It's got um, I'm a hero. Yeah, a pilot or a Shizuku Amaro. I went ahead and put that in thinking, okay, that's it, I'm going to finish a bottle. And I didn't. I did not finish a bottle. There's still another filling in there, in that bottle. Very little. I I don't think I could fill a whole converter. That So that's how much ink is left in it. But then again, I was wrong last time, so we'll see. So anyway, I, I told you that I went on a trip, and I went to a pen store. Yeah, I went to, on a trip because it's about an hour... Yeah, it's a little more than an hour away, I think. We went up to Asheville, North Carolina, to visit the Biltmore, the Biltmore Stay, which was the house built by the the Vanderbilts in the uh, late 1800s, I think. A uh, really huge house, mansion, you know, it's, it's extremely opulent and extravagant. And it, we have season tickets because they gave me this amazing offer. So we went ahead and bought them, and we've been up there four or five times this year. Um, neat place. <clears throat> Um, and so, and so when they built the, uh, Biltmore, it's in the middle of nowhere and they want to build this giant mansion. 
So they had to build a village for the workers. And in that village, you know, eventually the house was built and the village, you know, stayed around. And I think, I think for a while it probably had people working and supporting the, the house, the estate. And then it also had, um, it was used as guest houses for, for folks that visited. And eventually the, the Vanderbilts, I guess, got rid of that property and gave it to the city. Which grew up around the the Biltmore. Did Asheville did not exist apparently before the Biltmore. It, it exists today because the Biltmore was built, and so a city came to it, which I think is pretty neat. But anyway, so this this Biltmore Village is now a bunch of really nice high end shops, um, really pretty. All these really old, you know, hundred and twenty year old buildings, I guess maybe more. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, neat cobblestone sidewalks that are. <laughs> Pretty pretty wonky because of roots growing up and that sort of thing and pushing the bricks up. But there is a pen store there. I found some pen store called Origami Inc. And we tried to go each time we've been to the Biltmore this year. But the problem is they close at 5. And, you know, by the time we got up there, the Biltmore and saw the stuff we wanted to see and left, uh, they were already closed for the day. One time we tried to go in the morning, but we couldn't find any parking in the area. She said, okay, we'll do it later. And then ran out of time later. So this time we went early. <laughs> we told the kids we we're going to school like normal, and got in the car to take them. And this time, all everybody went—not just me with the kids. But my wife came along too, which you know that was a little weird, but no big deal. <laughs> and then we kept not heading towards school. We kept like taking our times, like you know, the boys already late, and we're driving to, to my wife's work, is the story we're saying. And instead, you know, we drove past her work, and then they finally realized something is definitely up, and we're headed to the Biltmore. So that was, that was a neat surprise for them, a lot of fun. But so so that being the case, you know, we we were up in Asheville, I think, by nine o'clock, nine thirty, um, and did all sorts of stuff. It was wet and rainy, and so we didn't really go ahead and um, do look at explore any of the grounds. We just visited the castle and saw the, the house. Well, it is a castle, I think, and it's opulence. But you know, it's all decorated for Christmas, so we checked that out, enjoyed that, and then. Did some other stuff and went to the pen store. So this was like two o'clock when we got there, I guess. The and it's a neat place. Okay, so I keep rambling, avoiding telling you about it. So my imagine, <laughs> you'll do a little more. My imagination of a pen store is it's gonna be a, a very austere place and you know display cases that you can't touch anything in them and you know it's all quiet and and whatnot. And it wasn't quite like that. I mean, it was quiet. Quiet. It was a nice place, very clean and organized. But it felt more cozy. And there's lots of different displays, and they don't necessarily match in style. And they each have different types of pens and things and inks. So it's neat. I mean, like you, you walk in, and there's a display on the wall that has retro 51s and all sorts of different styles. Um, for example, they had those new, uh, the the you, the rocket ones. The three ones, the three set that just came out, they had those there, which really neat looking. Wow, I had I, they, they looked okay to me in the pictures online, but when I saw them in person, I said those are really nice. But they had that. They had a display case with uh, pilots, had a couple vanishing points, and some preras, and some other pilot that had a hooded nib. And there's a, a shelf that had pilot inks and Jerobon inks, and probably other inks, but I don't remember. And there's a section that had. Um, let me see what else. There's dip pens, a couple different types of dip pens, and 
ink for dip pens. There's a Jerobon fluorescent ink, I think is what it was, which is neat. I, I, I think you could put that in your fountain pen, but it was definitely... Because it was with all the nib pen section. And I've never heard of a fluorescent fountain pen ink. Well, at least not by them. You know, there's a platinum section. There's a platinum 3776. Um, I forget the name of the model, but this golden one that has some art on it. I think it's a dragon or something. So that was there. It's a really pretty pen. Um, platinum inks. Uh, noodler's inks. There's noodler's inks in a couple, couple different places. And they're all like different bottles in each section and those are always neat to look at i really like those noodlers bottles the art is sometimes pretty sometimes weird usually hard to figure out what the name of the ink color is when you look at it because it, the way it's done i was looking at one and i just could not figure out the name i finally found it hidden in the corner in very very small letters it was shivago which i think is a purple but i don't know um yeah, i have no idea so so those are neat to look at and there's Gosh, what else was there? Visconti Rembrandt and some other Visconti pens. I don't remember all of them. I mean, there's so much stuff. It's a little bit overwhelming. There's online pens. I'd heard of the brand. I'd never actually seen one. There is a cup full of uh, demonstrator Ahabs. It was neat. And there's a table. Tables. There's stationery everywhere. There's different kinds of stationery. Like there's Crane and Company. There's a section of Rhodia pads and. There is fancy Italian papers that are really pretty. Oh gosh, there is art on the wall that you could buy. Um, apparently, it was made by a Canadian artist, and that was it was like there were clocks, for example, and they were really neat and just strange looking. There's one that was an old film projector, or at least made to look like one, with these wires going up and down around it, representing sort of the film. Um, and it's just neat looking, a neat piece of art, something to have in your office or something like that. Gosh, there's Lammies, Lammy Safaris. There's there's a lot of, um, say, rollerballs and ballpoints. I still don't really know the difference. Um, ones seem to be more higher than the other. I can't keep track of it. But those are, there's a Lammy one, a little tiny pocket pen rollerball or ballpoint, whatever. That was really cool looking. Um, I wanted to try it out, but I couldn't figure out how to get the, the display ones out. So I left them where they were. Uh, also, I didn't really need a pocket pen. There was Pilot Kakunos. Uh, I was tempted by those. There was some, the pastel colors, and there's the blue and green and I think red ones with a black body. And there's the demonstrator ones. Oh my gosh, so much more. Um, and now, then there was also an upstairs section. The upstairs section had stationery. You, know, you go up there... because. Because keep in mind, these are really old houses that people actually would have lived in. So it's sort of laid out like a house. There's a fireplace in the middle downstairs, and there's stuff around the fireplace. Tables and stuff, because I don't think that fireplace is actually used. And then upstairs on the second floor, because this house would have had a second floor, there was a, a stationary paper. Or just, I think, different papers in general, but it's a stationary section. And, for example, if you wanted custom stationary made, you could order stuff and go through the big swatch books and all that up there so that was neat um hey the rain has stopped no i just noticed this it's not raining at all right now and i actually see a little bit of clear sky up ahead a tiny bit of it just a sliver but yeah this is um origami inc was the name of the store the folks apparently started up in in woodstock new york 20 years ago almost 20 years ago 
and moved down to Asheville 11 years ago and have had this store you know, going on 20 years. Uh, seemed like very nice people. It was a nice place. It was friendly and welcoming. And lots of stuff to look at. And, and kind of... To, it kind of felt like it could rummage through it. It didn't feel cluttered or messy in any way. But it felt cozy and like it can rummage through there. And that was neat. Oh, there was a, a table that had... What do you call these things? Um, wax and wax seals, and that was neat. My kids really like that. Um, which is a little bit stressful because there's some stuff in there that were fragile, like wax seals that had glass handles. And you know, my son wanted to mess with all of them. And the sign says children are not allowed to touch anything. But he he just he he struggled in there. Fortunately, he had a book, and eventually he sat down and started reading. But yeah. Wow, look at those clouds. That sky's pretty now. In the horizon, you see like a nice soft blue and darker blues above that, which are clouds, and these clouds are now... And then in front of that, there's big puffy white clouds that are moving along quite briskly. Yeah, I don't know if it's supposed to rain all day. I hope it's over soon. Um, it rained all day in Nashville yesterday, too. Apparently, there's a lot of that. Every time I've been to the Biltmore this year, it's been raining up there. So I think it just always rains in Nashville. That's my impression. I'm sure that's not true because I've been there before and it was nice. <laughs> but just, you know, just how it was this year. What? Okay, so what else about that store? Very nice. Um, lots of options. I Actually, I was surprised just how many choices and options you had. I kind of, like all the stuff I've seen online that I recognize, it seemed to all be there too. Um... And of course, being retail, the, unfortunately, they do retail prices, but that's pretty normal. But still, you know, it's nice to support them. And in fact, there were stuff there that I didn't see online, that I didn't recognize online. Like, all stationary, especially. Um, I I don't know where to find all that necessarily. I know it's neat to just see how much variety of that there was. Lots of papers and cards and things like that. And and they also, for example, they had those limited edition pens still, like the Retro 51s that I mentioned. Um, if you go looking for those online, they seem to be unavailable. Well, maybe not. I'm not sure. I think they are. Oh, they're probably not. But it was just it was neat to see. So hopefully I get to go back again soon. Since an hour away, it's not super likely. Though an hour isn't too bad. You know, when I, when I was growing up in Florida, I would regularly visit a comic book shop that was about an hour away because it's such a good comic shop. And you know, me and my friends would go and... and Easily once a week. They also sold magic cards, and I was playing magic. That was in the nineties, when magic was still pretty new. And we would go up there all the time to buy stuff, even though there were stores local to us. This one was just so much better. It was Sunshine Comics? No, no, no. Sunshine Comics was a local one that was neat. That was a very uh, cozy place, but maybe a little more cluttered. The one in in Broward County, I don't remember the name of it now. It was way up north. Oh shoot. I don't. I have no idea. Neat store. I know it's not there anymore. Alas. Um. But anyway, that that's not important. Um. So what else? So yes, the the store again is called Origami Inc. Very nice place. It's in Asheville, in the Biltmore Village. I can't remember the name of the street it's in. Parking there seems to be a little bit tricky. The streets are very narrow, and there's not a lot of parking. But there's a I think parking garages and stuff around, and it's just outside the Biltmore grounds. Basically across the street. Um, so it's easy to, to find and get to, especially if you were to visit the Biltmore. 
Okay, I think that's enough. I am at work. I hope you find this interesting. Um, I hope you have the opportunity to visit a pen store, if not this one, some other one local to you or, or somewhere else. It was definitely fun and neat to explore. All right, questions or comments, send me an email, pensonthego at gmail.com. Thanks.